Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. Tonight, we bring together two very known faces, two very strong friends of the Springboard family to argue out a simple, a simple motion. It is said that social media is probably the, the strongest convergence point today and it's really totally changed our lifestyles in ways that we can't appreciate comprehend or measure the statistics are there and they are absolutely mind-blowing and so the motion for today is that social media websites should be blocked on office networks during office or working hours and that is the motion we are debating tonight and i'm sure many of you have a very strong view or strong position there's one one topic that doesn't have to in the middle you are either on one side or the other very strong positions have been taken since this this argument was put out there on social media um, in the course of this week those arguing for the motion Simply says social media sites are distracting, they are time wasters, they discourage productivity and they create unwanted attention and publicity. And one person can just post something and create problems for the whole company. They just go on and on and on and try to show that social media sites can be a destruction. Those against the motion say, hey, it is the biggest enabler to the marketing effort of several organizations. And you can't just take it out. They say Twitter, Facebook, YouTube have defined, redefined the way advertising is done. And so we can't just about the possibility of shutting down social media. The argument is that in any case, staff of the company have access on their systems or their phones. What are you talking about? Now, to help us unravel this very interesting topic, to my right, and radio doesn't have right or left, but arguing for the motion, <laughs> arguing for the motion, Mr. Charles Mensa, CEO of Trust Consult, he says, forget it, social media, block it. Arguing against the motion, Mr. Kenneth Ashibir, sitting in between them to ensure they don't boil overboard, is my supposedly neutral, this, this week neutral as even a new meaning, <laughs> my in-house expert for tonight's debate. Stephen Essien, he's the, the business director at uh, Millicom Ghana Limited or Tigo. So Stephen will help us um, balance the two discussions. Let me welcome you, Charles. Let me welcome you. Ken and Stephen to Springboard. Thank you very, Thank much. You very much. Good evening. Thank you. Right. So, I, I mean, it's this is a, a hot topic, isn't it? <laughs> pretty much so. Pretty much so. <laughs> and pretty interesting too. Well, very interesting and topical. Right. I just, well, how many days to an election? You know? <laughs> I wonder why Charles wants to even come into the studio. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Here we go again. You have to start. Right. No, no, no. Before you guys even settle down and start fighting each other, let, let me let me let. Let me let the man they call Chairman ACN put some perspective on this discussion. So we're trying to find out. I mean, everyone listening knows this is at the very core of our lives. Social media seems to have changed our lives completely. I was trying to pull out some statistics and it it says that there are 40,000 Google queries Per second, one billion WhatsApp groups and 42 billion WhatsApp messages a day. Right. Facebook has a population of 1.71 billion, outstripping the population of the largest country right. in the world. Stephen, how big is social media? 
Oh, but social media is, is extremely big. I mean, um, it's, it's so big such a way that we can't ignore it. We can't um, forget about it. Um, I mean, companies, corporate bodies are now rushing for it. Everybody is trying to be on social media to make sure we get in touch with our customers or we're able to relate with our customers or interact with our customers in a positive way. Right. Same way, it's also big, extremely big for distraction. I mean personal lives, people have gone bad, marriages have been broken down because of social media. So, it's, it's so big such a way that if you don't handle it with care, that's where we have problems. And ex- and this is exactly why we have this debate. Exactly. I, I like the way you position yourself. <laughs> you don't want <laughs> You are playing both house and cut Exactly. Alright, so in this debate tonight, my two guests, my two protagonists are going to try and help us appreciate why their side of the argument is the side we should all take. And when, I, when we finish, you're going to come in here and then, uh, along with Stephen, try and break this issue down and see how we can find that that balance that Stephen talks about. Let me start with the the rules of this debate. Unlike a traditional debate, there is no winner. Our up, ultimate objective is to inform, educate, help our our listeners to be more informed about the issues, and that's why we bring accomplished people to speak to the two sides of the issue. And so, here come the rules. Each party will have the chance to speak to your side of the debate for eight minutes. And you are allowed, after making your main arguments, to speak for um, the other party. Tell them one, one, one or two things that you think, well, could be a bonus for them. But your main side is your main concern. You are allowed to use contemporary, technological, legal, biblical, or corporate examples to buttress your arguments. Invite Charles Mensah to speak for the motion that social media sites should be blocked on office networks during working hours. Charles, over to you. Thank you very much, and good evening, Albert, and good evening to the listeners, and uh, good evening to my my dear friend uh, Ken. <laughs> And then, uh, as well as uh, Abed, um, um, sorry, I'm sorry, Stephen. Um, Abed, I mean, social media in itself is an enabler, but application of it is what makes it very destructive. Um, the debate really it's about whether we should block it during office hours, and I say no, yes, we should block it, and I'll tell you why. The word is social media, and business environment is business environment, it's not a social environment. Now, if you look at social media in totality, you notice that at the office, you are really engaged in real work. Now, people have a short span attention when social media is in there. Can you imagine a teller at the bank or a receptionist at the uh, um, uh, 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 hospital or some other person doing serious business swaying off and going to apply himself or herself into social media. These days, when you look at the millennials, the, the, those born post-92, you notice that the attention span they usually have in an office, it's 20 minutes. After every 20 minutes, they go and check the social media for five minutes. Now, if you look at the cost implication of that alone, apart from the productivity, if you take an average environment where you have five employees and you are paying them, let's say, 1,000 Ghana cities every month, and they are spending five minutes because once they work 20 minutes, somebody sends them uh, some, something on WhatsApp, something on Facebook, something on uh, some form of uh, Twitter or Instagram, and then they pass it on and they laugh. They lose concentration in the office, so productivity will eventually go down. 
Now, when you calculate even the cost alone, they are spending about a quarter of their time on social media every day. Now, the quarter of their salary, therefore, will be like 250 Ghana every month. Now, that translates for five people. That translates to 1,250. So, no wonder where you have people spending time on social media, the company is making losses. People are having challenges. So, the little time you have in the company is to think about the company, work for the company. As for the brain break, I call social media brain break. It should, be ha- it should happen only when you have break. So people should concentrate on their core activity because they are not employed because of social media. They were employed because certain work expects them to do certain specific things. Now, when they go in there and they are spending more time on the social media, it costs the company a lot of things. Now, you notice that productivity in some companies are really, really gone down. And nobody can explain it. This thing is invisible. It's invisible cause. You can't see but it runs the company down. So productivity, the number of times that it takes to write report, the number of times that it takes to submit production and everything goes down. Now, people in the factories, can you imagine guys at the factories or quality controls busy doing calibration of things and then spending time on social media and passing on information? It will not help. It will probably collapse the company. Once you open a social media during working hours, you open the company up. Sometimes you are not careful. You might post an internal memo for company to the outside world. Because I've seen places where internal memo in a draft form was posted on social media. And the guy got fired in the end. So it is important that we stick to work environment, not social environment. Quite apart from that, the risk of attracting malicious software, like a malicious virus, I mean virus into companies, is because it's all because of social media. Because you're working in an enclosed environment, the company's financials are there, the company's professional system are there. You've opened the system or you've opened your laptop and your, or your computer and you're working. And your, your phone is equally working. And these days, you hotspot things. And if you're not too careful, you're chatting with two, three people. You might end up passing on information that is not meant for them to this particular thing. And the harm would have been done already. And that will create more problems for the company. Bandwidth these days, and uh, Stephen will attest to it, bandwidth these days is very expensive. Now, the more employees are on the bandwidth, the more it costs you money. The companies that want to use the bandwidth for other things else. Hey, but people are downloading stuff that somebody has sent to them. They spend quite a business time downloading, and that will cost money to the company. And the same people expect salaries, expect bonuses to be paid to them. But here it is that they are not adding value to the company. They are rather spending time gossiping. Look, it is the fastest way of transmitting information, gossip around around board. People these days, even once they get the, 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 the information or whatever is downloaded onto their system, they quickly take a phone also and call. I'm sending you something. Have you received it? And if you look at have you received it and the, the downloading, it's all costing the company. Even the phone calls, things, all because it's driven by something called social media. And that creates a lot of problems. Now, these days, people also try to, uh, 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 the identity, you know, they hide the identity and, and, and play pranks. And if you're not too careful, a lot of things get passed on. You know, because they hide the identity, they've entered into the company system, and then they have exact information from the company. Who cost it? It is the 
from this girl or it is the officer who spent the last five minutes just going onto social media. They don't even log off. And once they don't log off, somebody's in there. So they can pinpoint the company's database and then pull whatever financial information that they want. So these days, most serious companies, and I mean serious companies, have had a policy that no social media during working hours. Unless otherwise, unless otherwise you are in an environment where you are in the media because you are doing news gathering. Or you are doing you are in entertainment industry because in itself you are in a social sector industry. So you are dealing with people of that nature. Then by nature, because that's the field that you are in. It. So you can be allowed. But beyond those that, or maybe you are in a dep- marketing department or PR department, and you are focusing, you are, you are championing the company's cause. Beyond these two activities, I don't think that anybody should be allowed to go onto the social media platform during working hours. It costs a lot of money. And I think that it is a brain break. We should always define it as a brain break. Once it's a break to yourself, please stop working go on your normal break and spend time on the social media beyond that please stick to the work because we're in a business environment no social environment let me sum up the point that charles mensa has made in support of the motion he says block right so he says social media is an enabler but it's a destructive one he says it is called social media and not business media he wants to remind us of what it is called social and not business media he says the risk is great when a bank teller a receptionist keying in hospital records or somebody handling sensitive data calibrating stuff gets distracted. They could post the wrong things. He says the low, there's a low attention span among millennials. He argues that after every 20 minutes, they consume five minutes on social media, which he equates to 25% loss of productivity, the equivalent in his estimation of 250 Ghana cities, multiply that by the number of personnel. He argues that it leads to low productivity, high cost and loss of income and unprofitable businesses. He warns all of us about the risk of accidental posting of official material on social media sites, what they call wrong platform. After you've posted, you say wrong platform. He talks about the risk of attracting malicious software and viruses, and then he hones in on the cost of of data and bandwidth and tries to get Steven on his side. He talks about social media being a source of gossip, and he says people hide their identity, get into the office system, and then extract information. And even after that, forget to log out and expose the company. His conclusions are two. One, that social serious companies have made this a policy not to tolerate social media on their networks. And he says exceptions are media organizations and social sector organizations. That's one he will allow. Otherwise, it is just a brain break. These are the thoughts of thoughts of Charles Mensa, CEO of Trust Consult, arguing for the motion that please just block it. Right. While he was talking, Ken Ashby was just smiling to himself because he absolutely disagrees. And he says, this is not just a debate position. He believes what he's saying with all his heart. And so he says, Charles, um, Charles is his friend. But in, in this matter, he, he, they hold diametrically opposed views. And so Ken wants to argue f- against the motion that we should block social media on office networks during working hours. And so, Ken, it's all yours. Well, thank you very much. You know, let me just remind uh, Charles that Pampas is a serious business. You know, they are not in any of the media, he, uh, the industries he talked about, but they're using social media, you know, to really deliver results. And they're not just using it to market products, but to build communities for people who are going to be the next users. Charming as well. Uh, you look at um, a, a company like um, KLM, they answer 
every question that comes from social media. And they're using it really to push um, the boundaries. So the time when we look at social media as being a fat is past and gone, it's, it's, it's not just a social media, it's a business media as well. That's what it's become. Can you imagine a doctor who, who is a surgeon who is operating and wants to use WhatsApp videos to be able to do uh, telemedicine? That is possible. Somebody calibrating and he needs to talk to somebody. He can use social media to do that. And most of the time when we talk about social media, we look at it as being just the telemedia where you're doing to a lot of people. But social media can also be used to do one-on-one businesses. And, you know, if you go to www.statistical.com, it says that for now, 3.5, that's 3.5 billion internet users, 2.1 of these active have uh, have active social media accounts as at 2015. It's projecting that by 2016 it will go to three, uh, 2.34 billion, and by 2020 it will be almost 3 billion. And you know, so social media is offering us a lot of advantages now that is helping us helping businesses work. And if this is something that you can use in transforming your business, why would you the time when your your staff are engaged in business, why would you want to cut them off? And the other things before I come going into the business side of it is also to look at morale. You know, morale is one important thing for staff to the extent that if you take this from them, it affects morale and it will definitely affect your bottom line. It also goes into reputation. You know, every business should be seeking to be the business of choice when it comes to their staff. And if you take, if you get that reputation of being the person who is blocking and closing your people, it would affect your reputation as well. Social media helps communication, internal communication. Um, I dove my heart out to my board chairman. He's over 60 years, but he compliments running the graphic board using social media because you're able to use it to communicate. You're able to use it to take important decisions that you can come back to board meetings and then ratify. You wouldn't be able to do that with other kind of media because most of them are one-on-one. It's difficult to get the group thing happening, and that's one of the things that social media has brought to us. It helps in collaboration as well. It helps you're able to do projects together even using social media. And, you know, you need to build the skill of your staff because social media is here to stay. It's going to really affect our business. You know, even like the Bible, it's people are able to use this great book for negativity. Look at a lot of the people who we have currently calling themselves pastors. Yes, they've taken the Bible and they're using it negatively, but it doesn't mean the Bible is a bad thing. It is the same thing about social media. It's really, it's an enabler. It is how we package it, how we use it. So it also helps in transparency, you know, so that for your business and for your staff, you know, once people know that you are able to use social media to do the things that you do and you even use it at work, you know, there's nothing to hide because when you go there, there's really nothing to hide. So you can use that to build transparency. He mentioned the issue of PR, uh, the fact that it's a great tool to use uh, to do in PR. But, you know, the interesting, and that's one of the things that social media does for us. It democratizes it. You don't need only the people working in the PR department or the marketing department. Everybody from your, 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 your drivers to your security people are to be part of your whole PR and marketing. And that's one of the things that social media helps you to do. It helps improve networking. And then when you come to marketing, it helps you gain valuable insights of your customers. You know, social media generates a lot of data. And now with a the, the, the lot of simple tools that you can use to mine this data and use this insight to build your business. It helps uh, increase brand recognition, awareness, and loyalty. It's been said, a study by Social Habits shows that 
83% of Americans who follow brands on social media are more loyal to their brands. It helps brand targeted ads with real-time results. You are able to go straight to the people who want the kind of people you want with the messages that you want. And it generates higher converting leads uh, with social media. Uh, it helps customer retention. And in a study, in a 2015 study uh, by a best practice study from Research Institute, MIH Global, it shows that in states, um, about nearly 75% of companies are engaged in selling on social media, and they reported increased sales in 12 months. It helps in higher brand authority. Interacting with your customers regularly, it's a show of good faith for other customers. When people go to compliment or brag about your products or services, they tend to social media to do it. And when they post your brand names, new audience members will want to follow updates on you, and you can turn that to enrich your bottom line. It provides rich customer experience. You know, as I mentioned to you, that's what KLM is doing, that they are able to on a constant basis, and what they do is that they respond to everyone, so they know you, they're able to talk to you, and it helps improve uh, customer experience. Over, It increases website traffic, and you know, for us, uh, if you take uh, graphic.com.gh, you find out that a lot of um, the, apart from the organic growth that we get, organic hits that we get, a lot of it comes from social media. Facebook is, is number one, you know, in pushing that. So it's one of the best tools that you can you can use. It helps improve your, it makes your website, um, uh, the search, once it is searched, you know, it improves your, the search that comes in. And you find out that Google and other search engines may be calculating their rankings using social media presence as a significant factor. You can do, if you are not a professional, you don't have a professional to manage your website for you, if using social media is easy. So you are able to use that improving your set, uh, ability to be recognized when searches are done and it helps you find out what competition is doing you know so if you 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 block your your staff when they are at work and then your competition is using it to do other things they might miss it are you going to say that it's when they go home that they should use their the time at home to do that why don't, why don't you put your check processor on social media? Put your All check right. processor on social media then. And at that point, Charles, jump, jump in. <laughs> no All worry, right. Charles. So wrap up. Put, salari- put salaries on social media. So All right. Allow, the thing about allow. it is right. the fact that, you know, with all of this said and done, you need to have a policy in place to be able 30 seconds to, to manage up. social media. So you need to ensure that you empower your staff themselves to develop the policy because knowing the fact that, yes, it could be a distraction and make sure that they then follow up in the implementation of it. Do the money and evaluation and make sure that whatever they do, they do it well knowing that they are there to do business and social media now is more than a business media. Right. So there are two definitions we are battling with. Charles Mensah insists that social media is social media. Um, Ken Ashibay insists that social media should be redefined as business media because he says it is being used largely for business. He cites Pampas and KLM uh, in his quest to to counter the point that Charles made earlier on that those in the media, those in PR and social sector can use social media. He starts with Pampas and KLM that he calls serious businesses and he says they respond consistently to things that come up. And so he talks about the possibility of WhatsApp videos being used for telemedicine. He talks about um, statistics of, of 
the sheer business potential quoting from statistic.com and he also talks about the fact that it affects your morale and your bottom line he cites reputation building as a very important issue he talks about the internal communication being boosted by social media and cites an example of board management being enabled by social media something i can attest to very clearly he talks about the fact that you can build the skills of your staff and then says that, listen, the Bible is a good book, but it's used for negativity. It doesn't mean that the Bible is bad. He believes that the solution is to democratize. It democratizes public relations process and ropes in everyone, all the way from security to all the staff, and gets them involved. He says the data can be mined to enhance brand loyalty. And he says 53% of people talked about brand um, brand value increasing as a result of their interaction on social media. And he says 75% of companies that were polled using, um, talked about using social media and reported increased sales in the past 12 months. So he talks about the possibility also of increased traffic to your corporate website and sites graphic.com as an example. What is the flip side? Yes, the distraction is real, but have a policy in place and empower your staff in the policy formulation process so that our goal can be achieved and we don't throw away the baby and the bathwater. After all, when we are on social media, we can spot what the, comp- the competition is doing and also respond to the needs and aspirations and issues of our customers. Those are the thoughts of Ken Ashibe, who believes, listen, don't block. So Charles says block. Ken says, don't block. We'll be finding out from our in-house expert, should we block or should we not block? But I have two two comments I would like to read. One from a technology person and one from a medical practitioner. And it just tells you <laughs> where they are writing from. Both of them happen to be very active on social media. But let me let me start with um, Derrida Indazi, who was here earlier on um, for the debate about about the impact of 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 mobile money on traditional banking he says social media should be enabled for specific business units such as customer service something that i guess both our resource persons alluded to particularly ken who is arguing for the not blocking or arguing against the motion that we should be blocked now nanada zigansa um writing from kentucky a medical practitioner says for doctors in the u.s the use of social media during working hours can be very costly if a patient has a bad outcome and it is proven that the doctor was on social media during the time the patient had a bad outcome, that doctor is toast. It's called destructive or distracted doctrine. All right. What do you think, Patrick Abueku says? It's not easy. It costs us, the young CEOs, a lot. It should be blocked during office hours. Joseph Kirby, um, a media practitioner, says that blocking social media is not the answer to productivity. Holding staff responsible for their time management is the solution. Frederick says, I don't agree that social media should be blocked during working hours. Rather, it should be regulated by users so as not to adversely affect productivity. Shutting it down may imply closing down your business to the world. Let me, let me, let me, I'll be coming to both of you to counter what you have said, but let me, let me come to you, um, um, Chairman Isian, sitting in the middle watching the two of them. First of all, your comments on, 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 on how they have addressed their sides of the issue and, and, and whether you think they spoke to the pertinent issues. I mean, exactly. Um, amazing points from, from both of them. Um, Charles made a comment about profitability and, uh, I, I think, being a finance person, his calculations were were just on point. <laughs> we're just on point. Oh, calculating salaries. We're just we're just on point. I mean, Ken Ken 
I'm, I'm surprised you mentioned KLM. I use KLM for my one of my thesis um, about how they use social media, and it's, it's just mind blowing. Right. There's a case as well in, in in Madrid where a whole city uses um, social media. What the mayor did was um, create a handle. So if you go to town and let's say a car is broken down and it's causing traffic, take a picture, tweet it, and then all the policemen, all the service guys, all the they have handles immediately within 24 hours. It's done. I mean, um, when you check the track, uh, track record of that initiative is amazing. So social media, um, as Charles said, can sometimes be very destructive. It can cost the business so much. Uh, putting out company info on social media. And in Ghana, it happened when um, American embassy, somebody wanted to um, use this or her personal handle and then use Mistakenly, it. Right. Exactly. Right. And from Kent and, 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 and it said that that particular posting was there for is about 32 seconds. Exactly. But <laughs> by the time it was redone, it was too late. <laughs> All right. <laughs> too late. Right. And, and Ken also, communication. I mean, uh, from my myself, my CEO, everybody, I have about 10 WhatsApp groups for business, network quality, anywhere I am in the world. If somebody posts that your network is bad in this area, automatically I can send to somebody for, for us to fix it. So two sides. Productivity, yes, it's not, it's not a joke. We are losing productivity because the young ones or some people don't focus on the work. They focus on using social media during working hours. And others is, is a big tool. There's a tool that looks like um, Facebook is called Yama. And businesses, it's, it's social media, it's pictures, and it's, it's signed off for corporate use um, by, I think, Microsoft, and everybody's selling and using it. So, um, good points in there. Everybody did justice to his or her. His point. There's one thing that is certain here. Nobody sees that social media is useless. It is just about <laughs> what can we do and what can we not do during our office hours. And so both both people, uh, both protagonists make their points very forcefully. Listening to listening to Charles, I was like, what 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 would we let for Ken to see? And then Ken comes in and say, but what did what, what did Charles even say at all? <laughs> both are making their points very forcefully. I am sure you also have your opinion. We'll be listening to it very shortly. And we are trying to separate um, Charles from Ken, but somebody has done a fantastic job at it. I think we just wasting our time here. He knows how to separate the two of you. He says, Samuel Nyamavo writing on Facebook says, customer-centric organizations are setting up departments to deal with social media engagements. This will allow the rest of the team to focus on their core business functions. He says, I see the debate to be between finance and marketing. Interesting. <laughs> he says, one is, a, one is a finance person, so he says block. One is a marketing person, he says don't block. <laughs> Samuel, I like your, he's reduced to departments very very easy all right so let me come back and, and maybe reduce the 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 debate i mean i know you're still debating but at this point i'm more interested in finding finding the solution you both make very strong points how do we find the balance i mean um charles you 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 made some points about the downside of it and re- really there are some statistics that are shocking about reduced productivity as a result of of destruction in the workplace. So there's a point that you have, but you can't also deny the amazing prospects and possibility um, that that remain for for people engaged in social media. A lot of opportunities that have come in what we do have come from social media. We are using social media for fundraising. We are using it for organizing people, raising volunteers, creating attraction. It was the key driver for our festival of ideas, mobilization of attend- attendance. How do you find the balance? Talk to me, Charles. Yes, uh, I, I, I think I, I did address earlier on that the functions, what you do in your office or what the business itself is doing. 
So if we look, we take graphic. I mean, Ken made a point about the managing director or the, sorry, the chairman of their board on social media because they are in the news gathering industry and therefore social media is important. It's an integral part of their activity. The example that he cited about KLM and, 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 and the Pampers, it's the only the front office that is being exposed on social media. The back office, which is the piloting, the operations, things that go into it, it's not, it's not on social media. And therefore, yes, it is important that people will be on social media. But at what point? It ought not to be working hours. Unless your function in the office detects that you should be on social media. However, finding the balance these days, probably, I, I mean, in the company that I, I, I consult for quite a couple of months ago, They've introduced the filtering system where uh, they can block. It allows uh, social media at certain times. So between the hours of 1 and 12 and 1, yes, it allows them to go into social media. And then beyond that, it cuts them off. And then they come back to office. They come back to the normal working hours. And then also certain uh, websites are blocked entirely right. because the filtering system takes it out. And I know that it is a really a management problem, not a technological problem. It's a management problem in, in terms of social media. So to find a balance, it's probably to have a guidelines or a policy as a company. Maybe your your, your appointment letter or your company's thing, you have to have it stated clearly that when you go on social media, these are the rules of it. If you post anything negative about the company, these are the rules. You get fired, you get this. So once people are, people understand the consequence of posting a wrong thing, they'll be wary of it. So it becomes more of a management problem than a technology problem. Thank you very much. Let me come to you, Ken. Really, I mean, what he's talking about is real. And and if if you have been in the position where somebody, and I'm talking about accidentally, not even maliciously, because of the multifunctional nature, you are several windows are open at the same time whatsapp is running so you, you are on one conversation and there are two others running so you see something and sometimes even one person is on two different groups so he makes a comment on one group and you assume that it's on the other group and so you post information that is absolutely foreign to that group and you say wrong platform but it's gone and you can't call it but you can't delete from whatsapp so so talk to me should there not be some restriction? Should, there, should, should we not have cause for concern? I agree. That's why I ended my thing about the policy, but the fact that you need to make sure that everybody is involved in policy. You see, by the very fact that we now are in a social media world, the time for which you are supposed to react to anything that happens is gone. You see, so you cannot then just say it's only the frontline people who should be on social media. There's a bad product that's out there in the market. You want the people in actually in production to know. But what time do they, what, at what point in time do they get to it? Even your emails that you will not consider as social media could be very disruptive if you have people who every minute their emails beep, they go to respond to it. So, as Charles says, it's a management issue. It's how it's a social issue. How do we use it? How do we moderate it? Thank God there are technologies that are available currently that you can use to be able to manage and moderate it. So I am saying that don't shut it down completely. Only moderate it and know what is it that you're going to use it for. So you need to educate your people so well that they know the dangers in this. The fact that a slipped email, not even just social media anymore, could cause you a lot of harm. But it is in the same way that if you have a product and somebody just goes wrong with it, you want to be able to deal with it as quickly as possible. It might be a driver on the road. He might have to take a decision. So a good policy that is people-generated 
people moderated, and then you're able to show the people the pros and cons. I believe as the as, as the solution to that. The critical word pros and cons, and, and both of you agree about policy. Stephen, let me come to you. At one point, you were called in as a referee because the the point was made that what none of us can deny that. People, and, and I can attest to that, people can sometimes go on, let's say, a site like YouTube, which right. consumes quite a, a significant amount of band, bandwidth, and then put it on auto-replay or continuous play from morning till evening. Surely, that can be allowed to go on. While it will bring revenue to your organization, it also can be costly to the organizations, and cost is an issue, especially if times are challenging as they, they may be now. So, what? how do you speak to the issue of unlimited use of data and, and, and bandwidth. I mean, the argument that was raised. I mean, first of all, I, I would say that stats show that social media, about 80% is done on mobile phones, not our fixed desktop. And every organization now, we have more than 95% of people using smartphones. Right. So blocking in the office doesn't speak to productivity. So it's the pros and cons that we need to let the right people get into the organization. People who are matured, people who understand when to use social media, when not That's to use social media. That's an interesting dimension. <laughs> so you can block it and there will be no change. Exactly, there will be no right. change because most of them, 80%, do it on their mobile phone. So that's where I, I think we need to get the right people seated as well. Um, office usage. Charles made a, a, an excellent point that some companies, some organizations will block some areas. You can't go to Wikipedia. You can't go to so many things you can't go. So organizations, you have every right to stop some. I've, I've worked in an organization where BitTorrent was open and everybody was screaming. I was like, why do we allow BitTorrent? And I saw a guy with a hard drive who said, oh, I downloaded 28 uh, movies yesterday in one organization. He just put it there. That is, is wrong. So as much as we will be able to block some areas, some are also very critical. Some sites are very critical for the business that we need to open. 80%, 95%. Write down these two numbers. <laughs> 80% of people do it on their mobile phones and 95% of them have smartphones. That's an, uh, two statistics you must write. Coming from our in-house experts, Stimulation, speaking to the issue of the fact that, listen, your problem is not the office network. It's the the behavior of the people is something that Joseph Kirby also alludes to. He says, "Can you also block the data on my uh, on my phone? You can block social media and the office network, but you can't block my phone data. Please hold the staff responsible for productivity." And that's a point that I think that both of my guests yeah. are alluding to. With Stephen also right there in the middle. Let me open the phone lines. Come on the phone. Tell me your own thoughts about this. Hello, good evening, Adam from Sugarcope. Uh, excuse me, Adam. Are you on social media yourself? Yes, please. I'm on Facebook. All right, so um, should we block or should we not block? It depends on what you use it for and who is using it and, and the work you do. Assuming I'm an oil mechanic and I'm supposed to be changing uh, engine oil or let's say work on the car, use it for social media at the same time. Imagine what will happen. But if I'm a marketer or uh, a customer service provider, it, I think it, there's a sense in it using it at that moment. Thank you. All right, thank you very much, um, Adam from Sigakope. Adam believes that he, he will put salty water in the engine oil. <laughs> All right, I'm Steven from Mankasim. Good evening, Steven. Yes, good evening, Edwin. Um, should we block or should we not block? It must be blocked. I, I like your definite answer. Why, why should yes, it be blocked? It must be blocked. Only those who are supposed to answer on social media must be allowed to be on it. I mean, just imagine every minute people want to check their stuff on Facebook and WhatsApp and other stuff. I mean, 
were you paid or were you paid at the end of the month for going on Facebook and WhatsApp? And, and some of the things that happened on Facebook is just idle gossip. That was annoys me the most. You definitely are a very annoyed customer. Thank you very much, Stephen from Mangasim. He says, Charlie, just block it. And Charles Mills is enjoying that part of the discussion very, very much. Let's take one more call. Benjamin from African University. Benjamin, good evening. Uh, good, good evening, and good evening to your panel. Thank um, you very I, I think, I think it will be out of place if we say that we, we want to really make a categorical statement whether it should be blocked or not. But for me, as a corporate communications person, I think there are certain sites on the social media that is in relation to the department that I belong to. Now, what companies can do will be to pick and choose which sites, social media sites, relate to which department. Let me give you an example. I have worked with a tele- telecom company as a call center um, uh, representative. Now, there are certain things sometimes we feel we cannot do, but we can do. In the call center, a typical call center, you can never take your phone inside there. And we all complied to that. So I think that companies should choose which department needs what and then which sites are relevant to which department. I think it will help a lot. Fantastic point you make there. Thank you very much. And keep listening to pros and cons on Springboard Virtual University. Let me end this. Smart from Achimata Smart. Should we block or should we not block? Um, good evening. Um, I think this, this has a straightforward answer. Um, social media impacts on businesses, you know, uh, are quite enormous, but must be restricted to a certain level. Looking at the business processes that um, are within our various organizations, you cannot allow regular staff to engage um, on social media when um, serious day-to-day business operation is, is ongoing. I think um, social media is supposed to be reserved for probably management. Um, those who take decisions for the organization. You cannot allow uh, regular staff to be on social media while um, um, they're supposed to be engaging in their task. So I think it should be blocked during working hours and probably open to them when um, work is over. Thank you very much, Smart from Achimota. And that's those are the thoughts of our listeners right here on 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 on, on Springboard of Virtual University. The topic has been social media should be blocked on office networks during working hours. Arguing for the motion has been Charles Mensa of Trust Consult. Arguing against the motion, Ken Ashibe, and sitting in the middle, Stephen Essien of Melicom Ghana Limited. I guess that there is some convergence of thoughts at the end of the debate, but let me give each of my guests exactly a minute. I have three minutes to end the show. Let me give one minute to Charles, one minute to Ken, and one minute to Stephen. Charles, should we block social media for the election? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Classic. I like it. I like the look on your face. So what did you say? <laughs> he had me right. Should we block social media for the election? Um, not at all. Not right. at all. Not at all. Right. Because it's a, uh, you know the, the the smartest, the efficient way of communicating across board. So when it comes except to election, it's efficient. But elections are a working deal. <laughs> <laughs> except, except, except that we should be measured as to what we put on social media. Right. Because I think it's more of the guidelines than anything else. Right. So the management of it, that's more important. But right. but, but I, will, I, will, I would end on this note that I'm not suggesting in any minute that social media is not important. What we are saying is that if the core of your function doesn't bother on social media activity. Please don't go there. Concentrate and work. 
Excellent. Thank you very much. Concentrating work is the admonition from Charles Mensah. <laughs> and, and I see a thumbs up from Stephen. Let me come to you. Um, can I be closing thoughts in a minute? Well, you know, let me answer the first <clears throat> question. It's, it's unthinkable for anybody to think that they can deprive us the right to communicate by closing social media. Police. Unthinkable. That's unthinkable. Nobody right. should even think about it. What we should do is that we should make sure that all the people who really matter, the, uh, the police, the EC, uh, websites like Graphic, website like Joy FM, we start putting credible information out there. And we should be on the lookout for these palm web- websites that really are, you know, sharing wrong information. But as I said, what we need to do on about this is the fact that we should not forget that now everybody, every part of the organization should be part of customer service, should be part of uh, uh, communication, should be part of um, your PR network. So it is how, what you're letting them do that's the most important. Empower them with information for them to realize the fact that, you know, social media is not for idle gossip when when you come to work. When it comes, it's social media becomes business network. Right. And then finally, Stephen, should, well, to block or not to block? For for the elections, yes. I, I mean, I, I would say we can um, should even block, but we need um, security agencies to 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 be focused to monitor. I mean, if anything happens, they have every right to. I mean, shut it for some time. You know, make sure we 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 organize ourselves. Secondly, those unregistered bloggers, we need to pay attention to them during this election. If if you're not a registered blogger, we shouldn't allow you to even um, send information out there. People started with. This person is dead. This person is dead. It's all over the place. The same way they can also start some um, some chaos. Um, the last bit will be um, social media is important. is is uh, is the biggest tool any organization can use. But let's get the right people in our right businesses right. because we can block them on their phones as well. It's going to be a continued discussion beyond the remits of this debate. But let's keep talking about it. And the debate tonight has been between um, Charles Mensah of Trust Consult with Stephen A. And ACN providing support. My name is Albert Okran. On behalf of Comfort, Matthew and Amos, God bless you, God bless you, and God bless you. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert and E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary conferences, and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus 233 You may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com, amazon.com, or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, Always remember, you are blessed indeed. Searching, searching, the light, the light has come.